Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Hey, gang, Larry King here. And even though I've gone to the big microphone in the sky, <laughs> thanks for listening to my classic Bob and Tom Show moments on the Bits and Pieces broadcast. Hoochie Mama, Idaho. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. <laughs> Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast where we celebrate famous and forgotten Bob and Tom Show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold with Jess and Jason. Jessica can't be here today. Today we're talking Larry King, the great Larry King, who Jess, maybe, I, I, I bet your kid Max might have this with me. When I was a kid, until I was a little too old, 13 maybe, yeah. I thought the real Larry King called into the show every day. I, th- I think that's probably the case with a lot of people, yeah, that you that you think that uh, the character is the person is the person how would you how would you know any other way it's not like you're watching news television and would have any idea well and also like (laughs) the thing about larry king is he was he's such a like a weird funny guy like Mm -hmm. in the best way very self-aware um my favorite thing he ever did on an episode of 30 rock he has he's interviewing (laughs) tracy jordan the tracy morgan character yeah and it's just Tracy is going crazy, and he's saying that the stock market's going to shut down and everything's going bad. And Larry King is playing himself, and he goes, "Well, you heard it here first, everyone. New York is shutting down tomorrow, and all this <laughs> stuff." And I, I just watched that, and I go, "Wow, he was not only a talented broadcaster, mm-hmm. uh, TV icon, yeah, but he was a really, really funny person." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So everything that you would hear on the Bob and Tom show. When the character would call in, you'd go, that, that is absolutely everything that the real Larry King would say. Yes. <laughs> and I was thinking as he came onto the show, we actually had Dick Vitale on the show yeah. once a week. So we had the real the Dick. The real Dick. Dick Vitale. Oh, yes. Okay. So you're thinking, well, they had the real Larry King. How, yes. Why would they not? Yeah. Yes. Why would they not? Yeah. So I think that might be sort of part of it is we had <laughs> well, yeah. real people on you, the show. No, because the show has a certain amount of clout. You yes, go, hey, that's they true. got Dick Vitale. Hey, I heard Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday came Absolutely. in studio. Right. Can you believe it? And guess yeah. what? They've got Larry King calling in <laughs> and the damn Pope. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I like how the Pope's voice has not changed. Not at all. Three Popes. Yep, three Popes. <laughs> Big fan of three that. Popes. German, Italian, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're all you know obviously very sad about Larry King passing away, mm. and we're going to honor him in our weird way by playing some of the best Larry King bits that we've done on Bob and Tom. So uh, without uh, saying any much more, how about a, a very early Larry King call? Morning, Bob and Tom show. Hey, 
good morning to Bob and Tom show dot dot dot. It's Larry King. It's your old buddy Larry King, and of course it's time once again for Larry King's People's News. And views. But first of all, what a week Larry King had on the Larry King Show. Bob Albert, Mike Tyson, wow, my back and ears are still bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Odor eaters, polygrip, just for men, dark brown, stool soften, hold it, that's my shopping. <laughs> <laughs> if I started playing the pan flute, how many backstage passes would I have to issue? <laughs> Does anybody know that? No. Are three way light bulbs kinky? <laughs> if you can run as fast as a horse, get on the phone and call somebody. <laughs> Keeneland, Kentucky, hello. We love the zoo. I laughed at a baboon's red ass yesterday. I'm going back. <laughs> Somebody help me out here. This is a little progressive thing. Here we go. Eeny, blank, miny, mo. <laughs> Meanie. There you go. I dream of. Genie. And beanie. Weenie. Yeah, things with eeny. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense, Iowa. Hello. Hey. Man, it hurts when you sit on your bag. Wow. <laughs> you, but I can't tell Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando apart. <laughs> About scoring, somebody comes straight with me. Sean says holding a pillow tightly over my face every night stops it. Snoring. <laughs> Is there anything better than a warm towel out of the dryer? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I agree with that. When I die, somebody please tell Elton John no. <laughs> <laughs> This is one that's going to take a little thought on your part. Marco. Polo. <laughs> hey, have you heard about the dangers of Fin Fin? Uh -huh. Shark, shark. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I bet Janet Reno can't reminisce much on proms. <laughs> Good point, Larry. with a little knock-knock joke. All right. Knock-knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> and that's all that I have today for Larry King's People's News and Views. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Larry. We'll see ya. Love Larry. Larry. An early Larry call. Incredible. Wow. Jason, Jess, do y'all know, is that the first Larry call? I think it's close. It has to be in that early time frame. It was from 97, for what that's worth, almost 25 years ago. Because oh it's really gosh. 24. Because so. Bob kind of goes, it's Larry King. And everyone, oh, yeah, it must be Larry King. Yeah. Right, they right, hear that right. yeah. signature cackle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that cackle just kills me. Yeah. It just kills me. 
Did Larry King ever do a cackle like that? Is, is I don't know. So that's what I was wondering. Is there a broadcast when, where he does that? Is there an where interview? he laughs? No, I don't, I honestly don't know. Not that I know a lot or have watched a lot of Larry King interviews. I watch the big ones, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So so, but I can't remember ever a time seeing him laugh. He was always so cool. Yeah. Like like almost too cool. I don't know how he got as many interviews as he did because sometimes he comes off as a little bit smug. You know, like he could almost wrap his whole body into a pretzel. He was so thin and yeah. he would just like watch. Yeah, and just like have his hand on his chin and watch you. I don't ever, I can't imagine him being that vulnerable vulnerable to laugh like that. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Well, and it's funny you said vulnerable because the one thing that I saw, I saw not one thing, but the thing that I saw and whenever I heard about the news that Larry passed away, there's an interview that he's doing at some podcast, but it's live. It's a live feed that's going out. Oh, okay. And he gets a call from what must be his son. Son, nephew, just some some child that he's that he's close to, probably like a sixteen year old kid, and this kid is calling to tell him about how his baseball games went all day, and Larry doesn't oh. even mention that I'm doing. It gets about like forty five seconds in. He's like, "Yeah, I had a great batting average," and there he goes. By the way, I am on a podcast right now, Aww. and but he's he's so it wasn't interrupting, and it was so mm-hmm. sweet. It was. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the sports great sports writer John Feinstein called in, mm-hmm. and his his little girl <laughs> walked in to offer to make him scrambled eggs, yeah. and he broke the interview to answer it. And I was thinking, oh, maybe that was kind of rude that he broke. And then I look at my dad, and he's not mad at all. No, no. Oh, everyone just knows that John Feinstein is a great dad now. Right, right, what? right. It's, it's awesome. I, I think those know. are the those are the great parts of any kind of interview is when the interview is broken by something real. Yeah, yeah. And then because that's what that essentially that is what Larry is grabbing for when he's doing interviews. He wants that real moment. Mm-hmm. So I think he probably knows as well as anybody. That uh, that uh, the moment of reality mm-hmm. is like when you capture that and you can share that with the audience. Oh, that's beautiful. I always thought there was conflicting body language. As you said, he kind of he put his hands under there and yes. he kind of but he always was leaned into the person. Oh, yeah. Good like. point. Like, good it's point. like he's yeah. listening. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I that was interesting with him. Well, and it's, yeah, because the leaning in that's engaged and then crossing. Yeah. I learned in like improv class and stuff. When you cross oh. your arms like this, it's. It comes from this like ancient desire to cover your entrails because that's how we would stop lions from yeah. taking all our oh, wow. guts out with their right. swipes. So yeah, oh this comes gosh. from a very uneasy place. I learned that from um, uh, Paul. What was his name? The comedian that used to call in all the time. Paul Gilmartin? No. Mercurio. Mercurio. Paul Mercurio would do if somebody was sitting in the front row and they had their arms crossed. He's like, uncross your arms. That's bo- bad body language. Don't well, do that. <laughs> and he should know because yeah. he used to do warm up for the Daily Show. Paul right, Mercurio is right, an right. incredible. Comic, oh so yeah, absolutely. He knows how to make an audience hot. Uh, <laughs> to get back to that bit real quick, I just want to note it's it's almost like stand up the way I'd say it because it's old street jokes and yes. some of them are very childish. Yep. Uh, cow interrupting cow <laughs> moo. Yes. That's it. Seemed like a vaudeville act that toured around summer camps across the country. Does that make that's sense? Good. No, that's good. That really is good. I yeah because I don't know. It's so weird how much you're like yeah that's Larry King, but it. But it actually is probably nothing like Larry King. Nothing. <laughs> or nothing that we've ever seen of Larry King. You know no. what I mean? But yeah. it, but he, he had a lot of references of being connected with the entertainment oh, world. Yeah, that's you true. know, Absolutely. those kind of things. And even just 
the best line to me was, when I die, how appropriate. Yeah. Tell Elton John no. no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what a yeah. weird line. <laughs> well, so no, but it also speaks to the fact that, like, Larry, who's an older guy from a more old school time, and it's it's all it's all there. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's great. Well, let's get into our next bit. Uh, this is a one-time, not-so-obvious talk show collaboration. <laughs> this is Larry King Live. <laughs> Welcome to the show, gang. Today, I'm excited to have one of the most famous names and voices in broadcasting with me. You know him from his syndicated show where he's helped thousands of callers with their problems. It's my pleasure to introduce the one and only Mr. Obvious. (laughs) Hey, thanks for being here, Mr. O. Why, thank you for having me, Larry. It's a real honor. Oh, come on. The honor's mine. I've been listening to you for years. I got a lot of my broadcast know-how from your show. So... Tell me, where did it all begin for you? Well, like a lot of young broadcasters, I began by spinning records at a small town. Radio station? No, a strip club, Larry. (laughs) That's a small world, man. That's how I got started. I had to fill time one night when Melanie Mellons had a wardrobe malfunction and couldn't perform. Which is showbiz talk for saying she started her cycle. (laughs) I've been there, Larry. The club I work, the Pink Pearl. It's closed now. Became a dry cleaners, I think. Anyway, the hours were brutal. Eight on, eight off. Just two of us rotating back and forth. This was a 24-hour club way before the unions came in and cleaned things up. Wow, what a gig. So how'd you start taking phone calls and solving problems? Well, it was pretty natural for me. The gals would often come off stage complain that the music's too loud the song was too short customers weren't tipping enough or they had chlamydia you know the routine <laughs> do i <laughs> i once had to borrow 20 bucks to bribe a guy to find some black market penicillin while working a uso tour in the kampong province <laughs> so when did you switch to lifestyle and home improvement calls funny story larry one night at the pearl one of the gals tripped over a loose board on stage three the runway i mean Immediately told the night manager, Gavin, what you need to do is get a hammer and a nail and nail that board down. <laughs> he turns to me and says, Oh, thanks, Mr. Obvious. So with that, a career was born. Oh, so that's how you got the name. I assume that was your real name. Yeah, it is. John Obvious. It's Dutch. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Same with Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. Yeah, that's his real name. However, turns out Sid Vicious was a fake name. Yeah, he was born Gary Vicious. (laughs) I love that one. So anyway, I see that the phones are going crazy. Everybody wants to talk to the legendary Mr. Obvious. Hey, should we take a call? Will you do the honors, man? Oh, why, why, sure. Absolutely, my man. Uh, Hello, this is the Mr. Obvious, the Larry King Show with your special guest, Mr. Obvious. This is Mr. Obvious speaking. Uh, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? <laughs> speaking. Hey, Mr. Obvious, long-time listener, first-time caller. Wow, this is thrilling to watch. I've got goosebumps and my nipples are harder than Chinese algebra right now. <laughs> Thanks, caller. What's your question? Uh, yeah, M- Mr. Obvious, I-, I got a problem with my radio or something. Oh, my. What's the problem, caller? Uh, are you hearing a critter on there going, arr, 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 arr. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> what? Who is that? Mr. Obvious, what's going on there? I'm scared. Now, calm down, caller. That's our host, Larry King. He has a show of his own. I'm actually a guest on his show, and you are a guest of mine on his show. Whoa. 
you just blew my mind, Mr. O. I guess that explains why I'm not hearing you on the radio right now, though. I, I went to turn it on, and you weren't on there. So I got worried, and I, I ran into the living room, and I, I turned on my picture radio vision machine. And picture radio <laughs> vision machine? This guy is priceless. <laughs> yes, caller, that's your television. My, my television? Oh, okay, I, I see. Now I'm understanding. Oh, come on. Come on, say it, man. Say what? You know, the, the line. Every time you figure it out, say it for me. Come on. Mm, I'm, not, I'm not following you. <laughs> Every time you figure out what the heck is going on, you say the same thing. You know the line. I don't think so. What are you getting at? You call in and have a problem. Mr. O explains <laughs> it to you. And then you say, uh, I never made the connection. I do? Yeah, you do. Mr. O? Well, yes, caller, you do. Huh. I never made the connection. <laughs> there it is, baby. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, that's all we've got time for. Oh, this has been a real treat today. Uh, Mr. Obvious? Yes, caller. You're a lifesaver. But, but who's this Larry guy? I'm still really confused. Absolutely priceless. <laughs> that is gold, man. He really sounds like he's a complete moron. Uh, uh, Larry, that Aww. seems a bit harsh. He... Seems to be quite a nice fellow, just a bit naive, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit naive, like Paris Hilton is just a bit of a whore. Mr. <laughs> Obvious? Who's Paris Hilton? Where's your old show? I'm scared. <laughs> this guy is killing me. You and Rickles should work together at the MGM Grand. You'd make a fortune. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Mr. Obvious Larry King collaboration. It's a lot of voice. Yeah. It's like when Chicago Fire and Chicago PD <laughs> do an episode together, you know? Everybody's coming together. That's oh. So if a little Bob and Tom lore, if anyone out there is a nerd, right. you know, keeping track of all this stuff. We learned his name is John Obvious, and we also yeah. learned that in the bit, Bob and Tom, Too Hot for Radio. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Obvious, Too Hot for Radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if, if, if anyone had to check in with anyone. If, like, my dad had to email Dean and be like, hey, have we e- is it Jim Obvious? Have we <laughs> named him yet? Gone with the name, yeah. I think it was the too hot that that I'm feeling the too hot came out before this did. Yeah, yeah, I think it did because so uh, you know My- Michael Young says, said it. Mm-hmm. "Yeah, calm down, John." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, it just you don't know that his last name is actually obvious. obvious yes. You just learned that his name is John, and then it's, yeah, obvious. It's Austrian or Dutch or whatever he yeah, says. Dutch. Yeah, and he's. Uh, I didn't know he got a start in a strip club. In the strip club, I had how no about idea. that? I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, and eight hours on, eight hours walk. That is a tough schedule, man. <laughs> Jeez, it's like those uh, guys that guard like the the marine oh, yeah, graves. That's true. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I loved that. My favorite joke in it is the never made a connection. Yeah, you go the, the build up to that was was fantastic because the whole time you're thinking, oh, he's gonna say I never made the connection, but I'm not gonna laugh at it. No. I know it's coming. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing They're it. They're really patient with it, and boy, does the payoff work. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that, I got a real kick out of that. I like how Larry King is so mean. Uh, yeah. Which, which in real life during interviews, he never was, I don't think. No, but it was, it's, it's so funny, too. You were talking about how he was in 30 Rock, and he made a lot of cameo appearances. And I knew he was in one of my favorite cartoons. I mean, obviously, he's in The Simpsons because everybody is in The Simpsons at some sure. point, right? But Gravity Falls is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And I know that that's, that's, I'm probably a little too old to say that I've watched Gravity Falls, but. I do. And uh, yeah, he made. I remember hearing him in in one of those episodes. I said on air, and I think this might be right, 
And if it's not him, it's got to be it's, he's in the top five. Mm-hmm. He may be the person with the most credited cameos playing himself. That's very possible. So there's uh, it's it's a lot. He is in a lot of st- he's in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, he was in The Exorcist 3, which I don't know if anybody saw. Is but, he playing himself in The Exorcist 3? Um, yeah, he's himself. So there's uh, these are a bunch of open season contact contact. Contact was the first movie I saw on my very first date. Oh, really? It was the movie I saw on my first date, is what I meant to say. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Contact with Jodie Foster. And Mm. now I'm going to have to go back and revisit. I didn't know Larry was in it. Um, You you figure a lot of these are probably on a television. It's He's interviewing someone. Ghostbusters and Lost in America were the... Ghostbusters was the first one where he played himself, where where, where he Mm. appeared at all. But yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton. And then even, even more in television, actually. So... Yeah, Murphy Brown, The Simpsons, The Larry Sanders Show, Coach. Sure. Yeah, there's a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, some people have them. You know, Brian Williams played himself in an episode of 30 Rock also. Bob mm-hmm. Costas very famously played Bob Cutlass in the movie Cars. <laughs> yes. And I think that's the funniest thing of all yeah, time. Yeah. But Larry has to be the number one cameos as himself. Did you guys watch The People versus O.J.? Because no, yeah, he's he plays himself in that too. Yes, okay. and and it's the one thing where they do, they get a lot of the good angle. They're shooting from the side, and I <laughs> I think the the audio and the video don't necessarily gotcha. match up. If that gotcha. he was a little too old to be playing himself, but he did a stellar job. And right, 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 right. It's cool. Well, let's get into this next bit, and this is a infamous Larry King vacation story. Larry King was on vacation. Yeah, was he? And I believe do we have this is Larry we, Larry on the yeah, line. Larry, good morning. Hey, good morning, gang. How's everyone? Great. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you all had a nice vacation. Oh, Us wonderful. too. <laughs> but yeah. I got a got a funny thing that happened. True story here. <laughs> oh, what yeah. is that, Larry? <laughs> I take the wife to a very nice little resort on a big lake, and you know, all, and I realize in that part of the country, one must negotiate long walks down paths through woods and deep sand, uh, sometimes deep steps, you know, real s- steep ones to reach the beautiful private beaches. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Gang, you ever walk down 110 steps at a steep angle that are covered with slick sand? <laughs> Uh, no. Steps that are as old as the resort itself. <laughs> like 90 years old. Yeah. You ever do that two, three times a day for three days? You ever been my age and done that? Uh, no. no. Uh-huh. Well, I got to tell you, coming back up at the end of the day of that last uh, trek at Porkchop Hill is a... When you're half from the sun and full of liquor. Uh-huh. Long story longer. Three days of hiking back and forth on this trail of tears with coolers, beach chairs, the dog misses, and a quickly worsening attitude. I had just about had it with anything beachy. As we ascended to the top of the lodge on the last day, I'm thinking, I'm giddy, man. I'm thinking, you know what? I want a steak. I've got my chops and my heart set on a big, juicy, artery-clogging, heart-slamming porterhouse. Uh One of the many fine bistros in the area there. So we clean up at the resort. I do the entire body talcum powder routine that yeah. I do several times yeah. a day. Absolutely. That's why the lovely skin, if you were wondering. Uh-huh. We're off. My wife notices it's a lovely early evening and inquires at the desk when sunset is. 9.08, says the clerk. <laughs> Obviously the stage director at the local summer stock actor's barn. <laughs> Just entirely in black. Yeah. Uh-huh. His, his feet were foot off the ground. <laughs> and a little bit light in the loafers, was it? Invitation artist. 9.08! We go to the car. Yeah, that's right. 
No, no way. <laughs> we go to the car. I'm thinking, okay, dinner. Then out for sunset. Okay, that could be nice. Mm-hmm. The old sunset. And we'll watch oh, that. Yeah. As I drive away, I hear, oh, it's a shame we didn't go to the beach for the sunset <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> I say, what for dinner? <laughs> what about Louie's House of Beef? Well, we had for the, <laughs> we're headed for a nice, sane, dry, sand-free meal. <laughs> Where actual people bring you lovely drinks and wonderful food as you sit in the comfort of cool air conditioning. What about that? We can do the damn sunset shtick after the cordials. To which wifey dearest retorts, why don't we pick up some steaks and grill them on the beach? Uh, yeah. We were driving. I immediately did a hard left turn at the corner and hope her passenger's side door was ajar. <laughs> where she would be thrown from the car under a manure truck and drug a few hundred feet. Uh, Noticing in my be- brief daydream that she was still sitting there with a look of, we're doing this now and it's your ass, Bob. Yeah. Quickly thinking, I say, where are we going to find good steaks to grill in this small town? And I'll be damned <laughs> if right smack dab in front of me is a gourmet resort grocery store with a front window that reads, prime select steaks and fine wines for your beach picnic here. Oh, no. <laughs> if I ever catch that little window jockey who did that. Sean shrieks with delight. There, there. Damn the luck. Uh-huh. $70 later, I've got steak, sides, wines. Wait a minute. No, it was only 67 I remember now I put that extra small propane canister back on the shelf as I knew I had plenty of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we're back to the hotel to change into my clam diggers for the big beach dinner. Yeah. I'm trying to play along because I figure this is the ticket for the train to Nookieville. Right. Sure. We go Grab the beach chairs, the little grill. Did you you take your mosquito repellent? No, hell no. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) You know what beach flies are, Tom? Uh Yes. Yeah, well, I'm totally infested. (laughs) (laughs) You're jumping ahead. Uh I'm sorry. We grab the beach chairs, the little cooler, the food, the dog, the blanket. We go out to negotiate the bunkers at Normandy. (laughs) (laughs) You ever been on the lake when a big storm kicks up out of nowhere? As I set everything down, poured the wine, ready to light the grill, it starts. So after several I told you so's, I grab everything, we beat a path back up 110 steps. 110 sand-covered, lopsided, wobbly steps. You ever fallen on a gas grill gang on wooden steps? No. Bob, do you know what a hip pointer is? Yes, I do. Huh? I got two of them. Oh. Yeah. So we make it back to the room. I recall suggesting to my adorable wife where her beach sand could be pounded mm-hmm. and references to anchors as leg, leg chains for. And uh-huh. I'm, of course, speaking of getting lucky in the biblical sense. <laughs> Unless I pull out the old Larry Charm. Uh-huh. I set the grill out on the covered patio, pull out the steaks, light the grill, nothing. <laughs> Did I mention I put the small propane yes. canister back? Yes. Yes. Sure I uh, no propane. Okay, I'm having steak, I declare. I get dressed. We're heading back to the restaurant. I'm having steak! I'm having steak. Now I'm saying, you get in the car, we're going. Uh, now she's even happy. Happy for me that I'm happy, and happy that I put the weapons away. <laughs> we, we quickly get into our finest, head to Louise. I'm sure it's going to be a late dinner. I love a late dinner on vacay. Uh-huh. Doesn't everyone? Sure. We arrive, I say, let's have a drink at the bar first. Two gin and tonics later, we agree to ask the hostess to seat us. I'm informed that the kitchen closed five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I left-
pointing to Sean. <laughs> she put you up to that, didn't, didn't she? <laughs> she didn't? No. Damn! The quizzical look I got told me that she hadn't. True enough, the nightmare contender. But, you know, surely I said, there's time to go back to the grocery uh-huh. and get that bottle of propane. We jump in the car, head back. The grocery store is open. Unbelievable. I run in, go to the shelf. Where the hell is it? It was right there, I shouted. The canister had been sold around two hours earlier. Oh, no. In fact, she said, yes. The elderly woman said, I remember when you came in earlier and put that can back. The next guy in line bought it. (laughs) We bought subs from the deli and set out on the dock and ate them. Mm. It was pretty good. Then I asked the lady what mine was made of. Pork. Hmm. Pork. Pork. True story. Larry, glad you had a nice vacation. It was a lot of fun. I got some random thoughts. Maybe I'll we'll get, we'll get to him. Oh, we'll get to him later. Thanks. Incredible. Incredible. So the thing we haven't mentioned, I think since we've been talking so much about the actual Larry King, since we're yeah. sad about his passing, mm-hmm. is that Larry King is voiced, the character Larry King rather, is voiced by an incredible voice actor, comedian, whatever you want to call him, Steve Salgi. Yes. He's been calling into the show for years. You might recognize him as a certain newscaster that is filling in for some terrible pun, right. whatever it is. You may know um, him as Ernie Fergler. You may know him as Ernie Fergler. You yeah. may know him as a pirate. Yes. He's, he is a Captain versatile, Dave. versatile man. He's yes. played lots of things. And I, I guess, Jason, you just told me all that actually happened to Steve? The, the way I understand it, we did come, we always have our vacation mid-July. Mm-hmm. And this, if I went back, I'm guessing this phone call was late July, probably 04, 05, mm-hmm. something in there. And I'm guessing 90% of that happened. Because he, 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 like Tom, would have these chaotic vacations, mm-hmm. which by the time you're done, you're like, well, that was terrible. I need, <laughs> I, need, I need a break from my vacation. Oh, yeah, certainly. Certainly. Yeah. So I, the way I understand it, most of that actually happened. And it sounded real. I mean, that it doesn't do- sound like it yes. was written. No, it doesn't yeah, it at all. And I, and, and it sounds and feels very real. Feels. Yeah, the yeah. emotion behind the storytelling was very yes. real. The yes. amount of times <laughs> that he said, and I put the small can of propane back. <laughs> and I go, well, we all know what's going to happen now with the, pro- uh, the propane. Yeah. Gosh, that is a funny story. Uh, and then, of course, of course, you get the two drinks just because you want to relax a little right. bit because you go, hey, that was a terrible thing that just happened to us. Let's relax before we have to. Oh, the kitchen is closed. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, God, and I, I think we that. can all relate. I mean, I, I luckily I've never had an entire vacation like that, mm-hmm. but we've had some moments that, yeah, we get it. Do you know what I did in my last vacation? What would you do? On my last vacation, it was uh, quarantine season one, if you will. Okay. It was around May. Yeah. Uh, I just gone through a breakup. Things aren't going well for old Will. Uh, so I go, you know what? I'm going to head to Michigan. And I just got, I stayed at my pal's place. I was there for four days, I was supposed to stay. And after one day, I got a call saying that Chick was sick and my dad wanted me to come down to oh Indy to God. be on no the show. Way. So I'm still on vacation, pretty much, is the way I put it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was the last oh, one I had. I didn't know that. But I was just stuck in the city and I go, you know what? I wanted to light a real fire with yeah. real wood. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, as soon as I got there, I lit a fire and I got to go and I go, well, now what? Shoot. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a real uh, Griswold uh, like event that you just explained there. Oh, sure. That yeah. Feels, that feels like as a tinge of your dad. on. Oh, it. no. And then, of course, and then right when I had to leave, a storm started coming down. So right. then I need to take a route that's not 
on the coast of Lake Michigan. I need to go through <laughs> Central Michigan, and I'm coming down through 69 instead of 65. Who cares? Right. It's uh, too much to talk about. I don't want to make a long story longer, as Larry said. There you go. Well, let's get into our next bit. This is uh, one of his famous interviews with uh, a very famous athlete. It's actually Sammy Sosa's penis. <laughs> hey, this is Larry King live. <laughs> Rumors of steroid abuse have rocked Major League Baseball, but no one knows just who's on the juice and who's not. One high-profile player who faces constant scrutiny because of his chiseled physique and slugging prowess is Cubs outfielder Sammy Sosa. (laughs) Unfortunately, due to a scheduling conflict, Sammy couldn't be here today to discuss these rumors, but we do have the next best thing, the one who knows him best. Joining me in the studio is... Sammy Sosa's penis. <laughs> hey, thanks for hanging out, man. Hola, Senor Larry. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but is the rest of you coming in a different car? Good Lord, you're a freaking nub. I interviewed Stuart Little's penis yesterday and didn't have to squint so much for crying out loud. <laughs> See, I hear these and other such things a lot. By now, I am used to it. Yeah, well, just call me off guard, that's all. You know, Sammy's a big guy, and I just naturally assumed he swings some big lumber. Oh, once upon a time, such was true. I was mighty and strong like bull. Now, I am small and puny like Chihuahua. Yo quiero mini gordita. Don't you see what's going on? Sammy's taking steroids, and they're causing you to shrivel. This is not true. Sammy, he care about me too much to take the steroids. Always, we used to spend time together. On me, he would practice his grip, but without the pine tar. Yet, not so much anymore, since he is busy fondling his breasts. Breasts? There's your proof. Sammy's juiced. (laughs) That's why you're shriveling, man. No, it is just my fate. I am meant to wither and shrink and eventually fall off, like all penises do, as Sammy explained to me. Surely you must have shed your penis many years ago, Senior Larry. Oh, yeah? Feast your eye on this, Junior. Uh-huh. Ay, caramba! He blots out the sun! Yeah, let me wake him up. <laughs> What's happening? Why am I up? Is Buffy on already? <laughs> I just want you to meet someone. Say hello to Sammy Sosa's Wang. Nice to... Holy sh! <laughs> Are you on some kind of starvation diet, Pee-wee? You look like one of my times. Oh, and you are so magnifical, like I once was. Too bad I don't have a saddle here. You could go for a ride. <laughs> uh, this is Larry King Live. We'll come back with your phone calls right after this. Hey, I'm supposed to say that, you moron. <laughs> you're so cute when you think you're in charge. <laughs> now fix me an omelet and buy me a hook. Done and done. <laughs> or, I mean, oh, that oh, interview yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> that interview. How do you book Sammy Sosa's penis? Do you call his agent or? I don't know. I, I feel like that's a that's a pretty. Uh, I'm I'm guessing that's an exclusive. Oh yeah. No one else oh, has yeah. Sammy Sosa's penis. <laughs> no one else. It's this this interviewer goes below the belt baby uh so what is that is dean the pe- the penis of sammy sosa it sounds it like it's sped Dean's. up yeah, yeah a little bit yeah. sped up a little silly sort of accent on there yes yes. yeah that is such a weird and it's sort of uh relevant right now because all those guys that were juicing just got denied from the hall of fame Man, what a bummer yeah, i mean i i don't know how any of that stuff works uh i don't know anything about the politics of the baseball hall of fame but and, and you're not a baseball guy really right i well you know there was no team in town growing up right and so I liked, I watched baseball when it was on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, but on, I think most of my baseball knowledge was that Michael Jordan played for a minor league team. I think I just learned that in Space Jam. Oh, okay, okay. But I moved, I moved to Chicago right in 2015. Oh, wow. Um, and the, the year after, they won the World Series, yeah. and yeah. I lived right across from ball, the ballpark. Mm-hmm. I mean, right across. I was, I was yeah. less than a football field away, less than 100 yards. Are you serious? Yeah, and so it was very hard for me not to hop on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. I hate to be a bandwagon but fan. You're, but you are a sports guy. You exactly, enjoy sports. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I felt fine about it because I never really liked ba- I never picked a team, right. so I didn't feel bad picking yeah. a team. But could you, how much of a cur- curmudgeon yeah. do you have to be mm-hmm. to live right across from the ballpark go, oh no, I didn't grow up watching baseball. Right, I, right. I don't think Dexter Fowler's impressive. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy. Enjoy the game, you idiot. <laughs> so did you, were you there the night they won? I was there. Yeah, the game was in Cleveland, though. Right, it was in Cleveland. I was, got, I was, I was, I was there. Crazy. The, I was there the night they won. My house. I, I was three stores up. It was a little like a three walk up thing, mm-hmm. and there was um, it was one of those classic Chicago apartments, and we had those things. I don't know what they're called. They're like French doors or whatever. Yeah. It's a door that goes to nowhere. There's no balcony, but you can just open the doors up, get the, get some air in. Oh, okay, yeah, get the yeah, outside yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we opened those up. There's people flooding the street in front of me. And this guy is on the lamppost mm-hmm. in front of my house. <gasps> yeah. And he's so high up that we're making eye no. contact. <laughs> and I'm like, get down, <laughs> get down. <laughs> and everybody at the bottom is just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing Go Cubs, Go Out, my speakers. I'm wearing a W flag oh, around yeah. my neck like a cape. I'm like, get down. And then the guy shimmies down. And then like a cop grabs him right away <gasps> and kind of just like smacks him on the ass. It's like, get out of here, kid. Come on. <laughs> We're all having fun tonight. It was wild. That's but uh, yeah, That's Larry awesome. was a big baseball fan, obviously, and he got that very exclusive interview with Sammy Sosa's penis. Yeah. Uh, by the way, everybody at home, it's Learn It From Atlanta. Google Sammy Sosa pink hat. You will be very shocked. Really? <laughs> We're just going to leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sammy Sosa pink hat. That's all you got to know. Uh-oh. This is our last bit we're moving into. I didn't skip one this week, Jason. Write it down. <laughs> this is another Bob and Tom Show mashup. That could be Adels. After hours, sparks with Harry Cowery. Oh, I got everybody. Oh, Harry Cowery. And my guest today has 40 years of journalism and show business under his belt. And just received his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The Mac Daddy of all interviewers. Larry King! God, Larry, thanks for dropping by. Bozeman, Montana, hello. <laughs> what the hell is that? Sorry, just a habit, Harry. You look great. Well, you know, not bad for a man who was up until dawn drinking whiskey out of the belly button of a shaved monkey. <laughs> <laughs> hello, what's your question? Still the same old Harry. Hey, what the hell are you up to, Larry? I uh, still like to wear women's underwear. I love the feel of lingerie on my wrinkled skin. Especially enjoy slipping into a red-laced tenny with the suspenders, of course. Then sashaying around my living room in front of half-drawn blinds. The thrill of being seen heightens the experience. It really straightens out the kinks out of my love sausage. If you know what I mean. Hello. What's this rumor, Harry, here's about you? Tying the knot again. Absolutely true. Holy cow. You got some kind of bet going with Mickey Rooney? How many is this? 
This will be my seventh time down the aisle. Larry, have you ever parked a woman without marrying her? <laughs> Harry, what can I tell you? Some men yell when they orgasm. Yeah. Some men scream. Yeah. I propose. <laughs> Personally, Larry, I weep like a widow woman. Look up the word horny in the dictionary. Yeah. And you'll find a picture of me. Uh, <laughs> Big Bone Lick, Kentucky. Hello. You know, I thought you'd sworn off there. I had. But ever since my interview with Marlon Brando, when he kissed me full on the mouth on camera, uh. then later in the dressing room, uh -huh. he slapped on the nipple clamps and spanked me like a gym teacher. <laughs> I found myself strangely attracted to men, especially heavy set men. Uh -huh. I was desperate to interview Dom DeLuise for crying. Oh, <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Uh. Harry. I felt I felt like. I was drifting across some sexual line uh -huh. into a strange netherworld of sin and perversion. Come on, Ed. The water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when this lady came along, yeah. I jumped at the chance to get married again. She must be something special. <laughs> Look up the word squirmer in the dictionary. <laughs> And you'll find a picture of her. Oh, my God! <laughs> Say it ain't true! I must have her! St. Louis, Missouri! Hello! Oh, <laughs> We're out of time! I'm Harry Cowery. So long, everybody! Uh, well, Harry's mighty happy for you, Larry. I guess this means you won't be out raising hell anymore. Not a chance! Uh? We just love to lounge... Around the house, uh -huh. both of us in panties and wonder bras, eating rum raisin ice cream and watching snuff films. <laughs> Intercourse, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> is Intercourse, Pennsylvania a real place? Yeah. Is yes, it? Yeah. it is. Is it really? Yes. Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a really funny. weird matchup. So that's uh, we got. We have what we have. We have Harry Carey. We have Larry King, and so for us, that's Mark Patrick mm -hmm. and uh, and Steve Salgi. And I've always said this, and I think I probably stole it from my dad. Mark Patrick does a better Harry Carey than Will Ferrell. That I think that's that's right there. Oh, I think it is too. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a real good impression. And the other thing I want to say, Harry Carey. I'm not sure if he did this. He says spatial in this. At least Mark does in his voice. Very spatial. Oh, yeah. And my grandma says that. Oh really? <laughs> yes, really? it is. I think it's a very midwestern thing. Yeah. Spatial. Spatial. I, I always say, but I do her voice. Uh. Oh, it's so spatial, Willie. It's so <laughs> spatial. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of a weird one. I love those. Uh, again, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. You're going to hear some stuff. Like Tom's never gonna play that again. Oh, well, I mean, it needs to be Harry and Larry. Are you kidding? No. Could you imagine so weird. how specific of a news story we would need to get for that to right. be the thing that we play? That's so true. And I always wondered why I felt like this, like this connection with Larry. And when he talks about wearing women's underwear, mm -hmm. I realized I, I have. I had a There's great grandpa. Connection. Yeah, I had a great grandpa that wore women's uh, silk nightgowns and robes. Like yeah. it was public knowledge or he let it be known? No, I mean, that's just what, like when it was time for bed, that's what he put on. And then when he woke up in the morning, he would be wearing like a women's silk robe. He liked the way okay. it, the silk. Big, uh, big J. Edgar Hoover fan, was he? Yeah, I don't I don't know. He, you know what? He, uh, he's from the old country. He didn't speak a lick of English. So, yeah. Is that a, is that a normal thing? For I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd Somehow I'm feeling like it makes me feel better to say that, but okay. I'm, not, okay. I'm now, not sure if that's... You say old country. When I say old country, I think of the child's TV show Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> is, is old country? Is it Russian? Italian? You're Italian, right? Yeah. I, I when I say it, I mean Italy. But okay, yeah. got it. 
Yeah, but I think anybody who says old country just wherever they're from. Yeah. Yeah, my family, we only say old country talking about the country club we used to go to. <laughs> old country club. You know? you know what? With this Larry thing, I just, I, Larry will forever live in my heart because every time I chop up green onions, I yell scallions. Scall- yes. Scallions. Exactly. And that is, I don't know if that, that is, that is an R. That's a Bob and Tom Larry King that's a reference. Sound, yes. Yeah. And I just, I, every time I, in my, Steve Salji, yeah. Larry King voice, yep. say scallions. Really? Yeah. So it's like the how in, in the way that someone would crumple up some paper and say Kobe, Kobe. Yes. you yes. say scallions. Scallions. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> that's so weird. I need to think of because I probably have a few of those that I do from the show that you don't realize. Yeah. yeah. Could yeah. I get a burrito? Oh, I'll definitely yeah. do that every mm-hmm. so often at a Mexican restaurant. That's our Jason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, there's got to be things, and I, I assume there's some listeners that have this. Yeah. Things that the Bob and Tom show has just ruined for them. Exactly. <laughs> that whenever they do oh. it, they have to yell X yeah. or Y. Yeah. And how many of like this next generation? That kid, like adult parents our age are going to mm-hmm. say these things and they're going to be like, my parents were so weird. They would say scallions all the time and they have no <laughs> idea that it's actually from something else. Yeah. No, it was from this radio show. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. everything I do is either from this show or Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That's my yep. entire Seinfeld. life. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Before we leave, I've been watching The Simpsons lately. Mm-hmm. And that I am, too. I and I am just going, I'm watching it and I'm going, I thought that that was me and my friend's jokes growing right. up. I thought that right. we invented that on the playground. Yep. And you go, no, some of someone saw it. They brought no. it into the playground. And that's exactly it. And I have been ripping off the Bob and Tom show since the second grade. And people <laughs> thought I was hilarious. Hey, what? well, whatever you do, don't <laughs> tell anybody that I went to camp with that I didn't write Yeah Toast. Okay, Because <laughs> that is a Willie really D original. <laughs> yeah, tweet, tweet at us. Some of the weirder Yeah Toast yeah. is in there, Scallions. But if there's some other ones we haven't mentioned, tweet at us. I'm yeah, curious to see what, what sort of uh, influence we've had on your, your daily life. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, uh, this has been the Bits and Pieces podcast where we celebrate famous and forgotten Bob and Tom show comedy bits. Please do us a favor. uh, Subscribe and uh, give us a review. That really help us out. We appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you next week and we'll be back with Jessica Alsman. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.